the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there and welcome to this, our weekly little podcast, a look back at the week that was. And we are looking at the week of December 7th until December 11th. Otis's famous whistle this week in 1967. Do you know what I'm talking about? Of course you do. John Lennon, 40 years gone. And the best music to have a little... Now, I don't mean solo. I mean a little, you know... Okay, have a shag too. Let's just be clear and blunt. Uh, The survey done this week back in 1988. Who do you think it is? Who do you think is the best music to have a shag to? We'll start in 1967 when Otis Redding went into the recording studio to do Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. The song went on to become his biggest hit, but he didn't see its release. He was killed in a plane crash three days later. And the whistling at the end of the song was just him messing around. He'd always intended to return to the studio and add words in place of the whistling, but he never got to do it because of the plane crash. A man that has affected all of our lives died this week in 1977. A fella called Dr. Peter Carl Goldmark. Mean anything to you? He was killed in a car crash at age 71 in 1977 this week. Goldmark invented LPs back in 1945. He was annoyed by the sound quality and the interruptions in the playing of a symphony, using records that turned at 78 revolutions per minute. Why not a symphony on one record instead of four or five? Dr. Goldmark set out to find an answer and became world-renowned as the inventor of the long-playing record. It was this week back in 1980 that John Lennon was murdered by Mark David Chapman outside the building that he, John and Yoko lived in. So imagine America is watching football on the television and the news is so big it deserves this news flash during the game. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank? Indeed it is. 1967, this week, The Doors appeared in New Haven in Connecticut in the United States. This show was infamous for bad things happening. A fellow who was there, keyboard player of The Doors, Ray Manzarek, tells the story. He said, let me tell you what just happened to me downstairs. And, you know, he tells the whole story about being maced. And their, their motto is protect and serve. And one by one, they start to turn. And then Morrison saying, a little blue man in a little blue hat. The little blue pig. Oh, that got him, man. Boom, out comes Captain Kelly and says, stop the show, stop everything. You're under arrest, young man. You've gone too far. And they pulled him away, arrested right on stage. Of course, there was a big riot after Jim was dragged off stage. In 1988 this week, according to a poll released in the United States, the music of Neil Diamond was favoured as the best background music for sex. Some soft Beethoven was in second choice and Luther Van Ross was voted third. Love on the rocks, anyone? Love on the rocks. 
Ain't no surprise. This week in 1965, David Bowie recorded Can't Help Thinking About Me. In a studio in London, it was released under the name David Bowie with the lower third, and it was the first David Bowie song to be released in the States. Did you know that? I can't help thinking about me. Nineteen seventy-three. This week, the CBGB Club. What does it stand for? Country, bluegrass, and blues. Opened on the Lower East Side of New York City. Didn't really play host too long to anyone. Country, bluegrass, or blues. It became the home of American punk and new wave, like Blondie, Television, Patti Smith, and the Ramones. Clem Burke, drummer of Blondie, remembers CBGBs very fondly. The great thing to do, like when we were in Europe, we would call Colette. You know, we reverse reverse charges yeah. for the payphone at yeah. CBs. Yeah. And of course, back in the day, there was no uh, record. The way they didn't know, you just like. Okay, uh, collect call from uh, blah blah blah, and it would, and someone would be at the other end and pick it up and accept the charges. But because it was a payphone, no one was paying. This week back in 1971, how did he get away with it? You wouldn't now. UK comedian Benny Hill was number one on the UK singles chart with the innuendo laden novelty song Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. Now Ernie loved a widow, a lady known as Sue. She lived all alone in Lily Lane at number 22. They said she was too good for him. She was oddy, proud and chic. But Ernie got his cocoa there three times every week. They called him Ernie. Ernie! And he drove the fastest milk cart in the West. That was Christmas number one for 1971. And in 1982, this week on December 11th, The Jam played their last ever gig as a band when they played in Brighton. Singer, guitarist Paul Weller went on to form the Style Council with Mick Talbot. And that is a little look at the week that was December 7th until December 11th in music history. We do it every single day on the radio. We talk about the day in music history, but then at the end of the week, there's our little podcast, The Week That Was. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Tell your friends. You'll learn something, and it's all done in the best possible taste. I'm Marty Miller. Thanks for checking it out.